Regina Nissan, presenting sponsor of Off the Hustle Podcast. This month, you can get into the all-new Nissan during the Find Your Thrill event. Finance the all-new 2022 Nissan Sentra at 3.9% for 60 months. Or check out and pre-order the redesigned 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Make sure to head on down to Regina Nissan at 1111 Broad Street, Regina, Saskatchewan, or visit them online at reginanissan.ca. Your starting lineup, Turner Ripplinger, Troy Koser, Tori Coglin, and your host, Drew Koser. Presented by Nissan Regina, here is the Off the Huzzle Podcast. Hey everybody, we're back from an episode of Off the Hosel, episode 112. My name is Drew Koser. I'm your host, joined by Tori all the way down in the States, as always. And a new face you haven't seen in a while, Troy, my brother, the co-host, the original co-host. No Turner today. We had a tailor-made fitting. I don't know where he went. He must have went home to sleep. Uh, but we got Troy back on. Tori's here. Um, what's up, boys? How you doing, fellas? Haven't seen your ugly mugs in no uh, six weeks, I think it's been. So what's up? What's new? I'm in the middle of hockey playoffs for now, and it is a grind. Um, got fitted for clubs today. Work's been nuts. Selling rubber, obviously rubber crow. Check them out today. And rapid lawn, turf, how are you? And yeah, that's my life for now. Tori? Well, I had a uh, a waterfall of shit in my house this past week so that was really are you serious you don't know that you didn't tell me anything drew you don't go on facebook nope hate facebook oh okay i seen it no we had a big blockage going to our septic and uh the house overflowed with uh with sewage oh man that's been a blast for the last week but that's shitty no pun intended yeah, I understand. <laughs> but no, it. I think everything's on the up and up. Everything's got dried out nicely. It's got sanitized by a, a restoration company. So I think we're on the up and up. We just got to deal with insurance now on all the stuff that got ruined. But no poor, poor, pitiful me. That's just what uh, what my week was. Wow. Fired up for the players, by the way. Absolutely. Hold Sorry. on. Before we get going here, we got to mention this is a Nissan-driven podcast. Number one place to get next vehicle, oil change, or any vehicle-related needs. Located on 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. That's 1111 Broad Street, Regina, Saskatchewan. It's time today to make the switch to drive Nissan. And before Troy jumps in, we were at our good old our, our house at Divots today doing our fitting with Mike. Boy, these tailor-made clubs are nasty. Nasty. Got to start off with that. Tailor-made. Unbelievable. Yeah. Go buy a Stealth. Go buy an Altima. Altimas are sick. Or road. Yep. I was hit or by road. seven iron 190 yards today, so it was kind of nice. Now, I mean, that's into a screen. Uh, no, again, no, no. That that machine he has there, don't even look at the screen. Look at the machine. That thing is legit. 
Oh, I, I hope it's true because uh, it sure felt good swinging the clubs today. And that was at Divots again, 6823 Rochdale Boulevard. So uh, I think they got another, what, month left in the season before they're shutting the doors? Uh, I would say two, man. With the snow we have here, it's brutal. Like yeah. we live in the worst conditions, I swear. Well, no, it's just Mother Nature's drunk. It can be minus 30. I was literally outside 10 minutes ago. It's a whiteout. 70K winds and snow, and then Saturday plus four. So, yeah, it's Saskatchewan for you. It's brutal. Oh, but, Tori, I haven't talked to you in a while. I just wanted to uh, send out my condolences to you. Uh, sorry for your loss, pal. I was uh, thinking about you there. So, uh, I appreciate it, buddy. Hope you and the family are doing okay. And, uh, yeah, thoughts Thanks. and prayers to you, pal. I appreciate it. Speaking of speaking of the number 70, it's 70 degrees out here today. Yeah, well, go fuck your hat. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Little, okay, little let's go. 22, 22 Celsius and sunny. How are you? <laughs> let's go to our open pit. I know we have a lot to talk about you today. Obviously, I've been up to the last six weeks. Oh, yeah. What's up, Troy? Sorry, man. What's what's happening? Where have you been? <laughs> Where do you think? Working. I've been working lots. Um, you should quit. Well, no, I can't do that. Uh, with all the stuff going on in the world right now, where I work, job uncertainty, don't know if I'm going to have a job next week. So, I've been stockpiling like Scrooge McDuck trying to put some coins under the bed because again, who knows, might not have a job next week, but uh, no, been working lots. Um, yeah. Watching lots of hockey. I mean, I know we're going to talk about that. Uh, working. Yeah. I, I, you have to be honest, working lots. That's why I have Sounds probably so boring. It's, it's not because I like my job. Right. Drew probably won't know this song, but Troy, you will work it, baby, work it. <laughs> Come on, Anna, baby, work it. Oh yeah, I know it's song. Throwback you know, two thousand. It, it, it's different. If if a guy didn't like his job, right, I wouldn't be picking up overtimes. I enjoy my job. I like the guys I work with, right. So, um, I mean, I know Drew, you work a lot of hours too outside of your job, doing different things. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. Anyways, it's good to be back. All right. That's that. we're back. Uh, and I, again, Turner is MIA. We might have to put out an Amber alert for him. I don't know where he is uh, or he just took the option and had a snooze. Okay. Open pit. We have hockey. We have the players this week. Um, boys, where are we at? All right. You guys, you guys steer me. It's a golf podcast, boys. That's Let's start with the players. Oh yeah. Quickly here. The city am is a go. And the Publinch is a go. They haven't officially announced the Publinch yet, but it's a go. Got the inside scoop on that. How are you? Off the podcast. Always listen. Well, Sorry. Get, get a couple oh. of tournaments fired back up again. It's been a couple of years, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. No mask up there. No mask mandates. This is uh, the first podcast after the, the no mask. Yeah. And it's weird, Tori, because Jill and I wrote at Costco the other day and Honestly, 85% of the people in there are still wearing masks. And I, I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't. And it's not because I'm like, well, I don't believe in these. I just, I don't got to wear it. I'm not going to wear it, right? But yep. it's- I, fi it, I figured most people probably still will for quite a while. It's the norm. It's the new norm, right? Yep. So, yeah, but it is kind of nice not- one, one thing I did notice lately being out in public is seeing people's faces and smiling. Right. Yeah. When you're, when you're covered up like this all the time, you can't see what's going on underneath the mask. Right. So, dude, it's crazy. Just even like, like you said, Costco, like even just walking past someone, you know, when you give like the courtesy grin or smile, like how, how are you? Yeah. Kind of thing. You can't see, you know. Well, you also got to remember, we're talking Costco. It's not the courtesy smile. It's the, uh, 
fucking asshole. At least they well, can't. It's more the get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, you know what I mean? So under a mask, they can't see you. <laughs> but like in grocery stores or gas stations, whatever it is, you know, like, you know, you open the door for someone at anywhere yeah. and you kind of give the, the courtesy smile yeah. and you can't see it now. Yeah, so I well, you guys haven't had masks now, so for ever uh man i did i i love it because you know what i have sensitive skin and wearing that thing especially when i coach hockey it's around my chin the whole time the old chin diaper um the acne was just brutal like and it was just self-conscious was and i'm pretty high on myself but um mass off unbelievable i don't even think I have one in anywhere around me but i i mean i carry one once in a while if i'm going to a certain place if like we have to wear it in case someone said you had to wear it here but it is nice not to wear it so, I'm so sorry that you're that young that you still get acne. I'm still going through hey, puberty. You know what, Tori? I'm still going through puberty, probably. At, at 41 years old, if I get a zit, that's a good thing. It means I'm still youthful. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since <laughs> I've one. So. I'll get one. I'll get I'll, every once in a while, like every three months or four months, I'll get one. I'll be like, oh, yeah, here we go. Still got it. Sign of youth. Well, it's too bad you're 31 years old and you have no hair. So, uh, but I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> you fucking <laughs> asshole. Boom, roasted. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Talk. What's going on, fellas? We got players. I'm pumped. The players. Here we go. Who do you guys got? Uh, well, I'm going to stick, not just because, but answer's looking really good. He's uh, minus four right now. They actually just, I think they're under weather. Oh, shit, right you're cheating. No, you no, I'm not. I was just, I was minus right three now. now. Oh, he's minus three now, so they must be playing it again. He was minus four. Uh, answer, I like. You know who I liked, and then I always get carved for this: Patrick Reed and uh, Will Zalatoris. He slimmed down. Hey, he yeah. did. If you've seen Reed, he slimmed down. Really? Yeah, Will Zalatoris, Patrick Reed for me. Sick, um, sick choice, Drew. Will Zalatoris, <laughs> T one. Was he? That's Is he really? Pick. I wasn't sure. I was just watching Happy Gilmore last night. Okay. Who do you got there, Tor? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dustin Johnson, DJ. Oh, nice pick. Best point in the world. Yeah. Well, I don't see it. No, John Rahm is, but thanks for coming. Uh, no, Taylor made. Dustin Johnson is. All right. All right. And here's my sleeper pick. Cameron. Dark Champ. Horse. Let's go Dark Horse. Yeah, Cameron Champ. Mm, I got one for my own, but you guys will laugh at me. So I've seen lots of them on Twitter lately, and I like them. Pat Perez. That's my Dark Horse. Oh, it is a beauty. Love him. Yeah. T18 currently minus one. Yeah. Uh, my dark horse is Lee Hodges. Who? Who? He's a stud. I guess I have to Stud, Google. I'm telling you. He's okay. from Alabama. Alabama boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to keep an eye out on I out on for him. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> players is my favorite tournament of the year, by the way, boys. It is. Oh, no. Masters, but players is my second favorite. It's the, it's to me, it's the start of the official golf season, right? I mean, yeah, they're playing all weird stuff, but it's the, especially now that they moved it back to March. Yeah, exactly. Drew thoughts. We keep you. Drew, holy away. fuck. Wake I, up, man. Dude, I'm so tired from that fitting this morning. Um, no, I, I like the waste management. Sick. I want it down there. Players. I love just like the, that's the Island green sick. Um, and I just love when they're like, Live from the players. Welcome to live from the players. Hello, friends. <laughs> hey, so fire. Try his Jim Nance. Hey, listen to him one more time. Hello, friends. 
How dread is that? Hello. That's the Masters. Of I can't. Yeah, yeah, I know, Dick. We're just saying that he sounds like Jim. You know what? Okay, what else you got here, Tori? Well, I was gonna. Are you sunburned? I don't think so. <laughs> high blood pressure. One of the. Two. Well, no, legit. Like you look. You a little look bit of good. both. You look good. A little, little tan. Um, <laughs> Drew, how did hockey go? Like Let's our talk team? about you. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. We were down 2-0 in the series early. Played really good in game two. Didn't get the end result we wanted. Uh, game three came out hot. Won uh, 9-5. Uh, and then game four last night, which had been two Wednesday night, 5-3. Uh, yeah, so the boys uh, got a split here now. We're 2-2 two and two now. Winning in uh, six. Head on the road. You heard it um, here first. I appreciate that. That's the goal the boys have right now. So two more wins and uh, hopefully see the, the Regina Capitals in the second round. So. I told you I told you after game two, I said, y'all are winning in six. Let's you go. Say that. I've Let's got a question go. regarding the storm. Yeah. And I might have heard a rumor. Correct me if I'm wrong. Were you nominated for Southern Saskatchewan Coach of the Year? No, lead coach. Just the whole lead. The whole lead. Yeah, I was runner-up. I lost a manner. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Not bad for your first year. Runner yeah. up ain't bad. Yeah, I uh yeah, runner up. And I mean, at the end of the day, we want to win the big trophy as a team, though. So uh Run, runner up to the players is gonna make about 1.8 <laughs> million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh it's been it's been good. It's been a good ride. The boys are really clicking right now. It's a good group this year, man. Like this is I told someone the other day. You know, I play, I've been around this league now for almost 10 years. It's crazy to say that playing and coaching. Uh, aside from my my second year, maybe first year junior, was a tight team. Man, in all the years coaching playing now, I've never seen a tighter group of guys. Like, they go everywhere together. They do everything, and it's 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 awesome. No, that's, Let's that's, fucking go. That's good hey, Tro- Troy, yeah. I tried to – I told Drew to let me give, uh, give, give the boys a pump-up speech, but he wouldn't let me. Why? Why wouldn't he let you? I don't know. Uh, I, 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 did, I, did I say no? Yeah, hey, I told him. You're, you're on the show. You the hey, I did give the one speech, though. I, I gave him the whole Roll Tide one when we were playing the one game. I gave him that one. We had six guys out due to COVID or whatever. And I said, boys, let's fucking Roll Tide, whatever. And then, uh, yeah. So, there you go. For sure. For sure won that game. Okay, Troy's, Troy's sweating over here. You're itching to talk. Let's just get into this because people love when we talk about hockey and golf podcasts. But we're a golf and hockey sports podcast. So, Troy's favorite team, the others last night, lose, I believe. Um, let's go. Let's go. They won, by the way. They won? Okay. Great. Yeah. Didn't I haven't watched any and, of the and, and Dude, how about that goal, though? How about Backstrom's that, okay, that fucking fluky-ass goal? Oh, the yeah, that one. Yeah, no. I thought you were talking about one of the best passes of all time. I thought you were talking about one with point eight that Oshi scored that shouldn't have fucking been a goal in the first place because she been <laughs> a penalty on Ovechkin. Blatant hook. Blatant hook on uh, Zach Hyman. Hyman for the empty netter. So that should have been two points right off the bat for the Oilers instead of getting just a, you know, split and giving Washington one. It doesn't really affect standings that much for us because they're in the East, we're in the West, or yeah. what is it, Metro, whatever it is. There's 100 different divisions now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tori, you called me last night, asked where my blood pressure Oh, was. did you? Oh, yeah, he called. I was watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I near threw the remote through the TV. I just about did. Um, it just pisses me off that the league, we've said this many times, that shit happens to Connor McDavid all the time. 
and you know he gets hooked they don't call they don't call it Ovechkin is the same caliber as McDavid they didn't call it if it was Cassian he's getting two minutes easily like hands down you know what I mean and why my question to you guys is why are the refs so incompetent blatant calls like that that should be called this isn't playoff hockey right I know they let a lot of stuff slide in playoffs but yeah what are your thoughts uh, I mean, hey, if you haven't seen, I, I've, I've said it lots, and you know, I heard from you know talking to Mike today, who refs, who ref in the American Hockey League for a long time, refs in the Western League. You know, he said Ovechkin literally was riding him like you know, like on, on the back of a boat, mm-hmm. and then turned up ice. the The ref, the puck should have been outside, should never been inside. So poor judgment on the head official and the linesman. But I've said it a hundred times: Matthews, McDavid, Marner, you name the best players in the league. I don't think they protect the best players in the league. Um, you know, you, this is why back when Eisenman and those guys played, they had guys that would take care of business. If shit wasn't taken care of, you got to protect the best players in the game because at, at one point or at some point, Matthews or McDavid, they're just in a snap and just, it, it's frustrating. I was a skilled guy, so I get it. It's not fun. Like just getting bullied. So you feel like you're, you're, you're getting bullied. Yeah. And well, it's like uh, three nights ago. I don't know if Tori, you've seen it. Calgary and Edmonton, Battle of Alberta. Lucic absolutely runs. Uh, oh, yeah. Nima Lemonin. I can't say his name. Dirty hit. No penalty. What do the others do? They all skated. Away. Not one person went after Lucic. They're just like, yeah, well, yeah, he got hit. Well, who the fuck's going to go after him? Somebody's got to step up. But I don't at least step up and get your, you know, at least cross check or knock you know, something. And they, just, know. they just let it happen. They, they just didn't care. And I mean, yeah. Uh, but not to be devil's advocate, but there, there definitely are times the ref doesn't see it. But I understand exactly what you guys are saying. Like somebody's with a two ref system now. Like you've got to I see think there's just a lack of respect. Got to see a lack yeah. of respect for the best players in the game. People mm-hmm. go to watch McDavid, Matthews, Ovechkin, Crosby. Let's be honest. I said it last week. I think they don't go really to watch the plumbers. No, they don't. And you know what? Yeah, they, they're great to have. You need them on your team. Yeah. How many Devin Shorters do you see in the stands? Nothing <laughs> against Devin Shore, but how many do you see? Probably no. his parents and girlfriend. You know what I mean? You see which which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways, Euler talk real quick for myself. Uh, I've said it all year. Number one problem is goaltending continually will be goaltending because <laughs> Koskinen. Yeah. You can get, you don't know when he's going to be good. And that's the scary part. Oh, they didn't get Carta hot. Is that the rumor? The rumor was, yeah, it was, uh, someone, and someone in the carry heart. Carta hot. Oh, from Carta hot. Carta hot. Uh, he would be good. I think flurry should go there. He's a winner. You know, get him on a, Here, here's my problem with the Oilers. Tori, you watched the game last night and I don't know why they, they kept pronouncing it. Sam Sonoff which maybe that's how you pronounce Washington's goalie's name. When can the Oilers find a goalie like that? That's just naturally good. Quit drafting first round forwards. I mean, you never take a goalie in the first round ever. Uh, Name the last goalie to go in the first round in NHL uh, draft. What's the guy, Steve Mason. Didn't he win a rookie of the year when Calder for Columbus? I'm pretty oh, sure. It might've been Steve Mason. I think. Oh, it, it's not often a goalie goes in the first round. Hey, who who's that guy? Who's that cat? Uh, Al um, that went to New York Islanders. 
got like a 16 year contract and played like oh, one no, year. Oh, you're talking Rick oh, no. Pietro. And Steve Mason Rick, wasn't a 16th. He was 16th overall. So yeah, second. No, round. there was one named Al. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Uh, Pietro signed a massive contract. The Islanders only yeah, played like $700 million dollars for 29 years and he played like three years. Yeah. Just cash and checks. Anyways, goaltending is continual problem for the Oilers. I'm not stand by it. That's why they won't. If, if they make the playoffs, that's why they're going to be a first round exit. I mean, yeah. um, the Leafs. I know you're a big Leafs fan, Tori. Big Matthews, win. Matthews has got 27 games to get seven goals to hit 50. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I think uh, 60s in, in provided in, he doesn't get injured, he should get 50. I, I was talking to my dad that day. We were talking about his goal now. And then he goes and gets Hattie. And it's Boom, thanks for coming. How are you? Who did they lose to this past week? Was it Columbus they lost to? No. I don't also remember. Also, to answer your question now. Who, sorry? Okay, go ahead, Drew. Sorry to answer your question. Uh, Vasilevsky, 19th overall. Would but, probably be the latest guy. Yeah. And that guy, what a pick. At 19? Stud. Yeah. Sorry. Who did Toronto lose to here? They was the Montreal they got and who? shit kicked by Buffalo last week. It was Montreal Buffalo, and man, oh man, was the sky falling. Oh, that's yeah. what I love about Toronto fans. I mean, Edmonton's not much better. Trust me, I watch on social media, and there's so many times I've got stuff typed out that I want to, and I'm like, nah, just back off, I'm not going to do it. But man, oh man, was the sky ever falling when the Leafs lost last week? Yeah. Jack Campbell should be traded, he should be demoted, blah blah blah. I'm just like, holy Christ, you guys, it's two games, like you're, you're fine. Toronto's a good hockey team. They're yep. a good team. They got a lot of skill. Um, Drew, what do you got? You just really tired here. Late on the Leafs, yeah. I, I mean, people. Here's one thing. I saw this one day. There's twenty twenty thousand people watching a hockey game or a sporting event, NFL football, eating hot dogs, burgers, beers, out of shape, not athletes. And then there's twenty on each side on the ice or on the field that are professionally trained athletes yeah. and coaches yet there's 20,000 fans that know everything else armchair and, and they know they know better it, yeah. it happens at every level junior minor hockey yeah. it, it's fuck like do you think they're going out there trying to lose fuck they have off nights they're not good they're yeah. not that like the media is toronto's worst own enemy um has been forever forever and you know like just let the guys play yeah like you i, I don't know like you're a fan of a team and like you're Obviously, you invested into gear and team wear, but you don't own shit. No, like you're not. You don't have. You don't pay money to the team, like the riders or whatever. Like you're just a fan, and like that's one thing fans just rattle sometimes. Like fans are so excessive and like, oh, it's my team, it's my guy. Yeah. The fuck do you mean it's your guy? You're not paying him eleven and a half million dollars. You're you're pay, you're watching him. Yeah. Right, and that you're a fan, but you're a fan of the game. And you know the game, but there's fans that are like, oh, my boys played bad last night. What do you mean, your boys? You coaching the team? Yeah. So I don't know. I think people need to just shut up and just watch the game. You Cal- can have an opinion, but Calgary's looking good. Oh, I can't wait to see them in like three weeks. Oh, you're going? Yeah. They're, they're, hey. go up. Yep. Al Mantoya. Al Mantoya. Ah, there's another one too. Yeah. He was Columbus, wasn't he? Dude, dude he you know, drafted Buffalo. sixth overall. Sixth overall, New York Rangers played for Phoenix Coyotes, New York Islanders, Winnipeg Jets, Florida Panthers, Montreal Canadiens, and the Edmonton Oilers. You know why they drafted him? Even we had him. They drafted him because of his name. 
Al Montoya. That's a sick Al- name. Alvaro is his official his government name. Really? Government name. Oh yeah. So can I ask you guys a question? Sure, you gotta go soon. Hockey, yeah, I know. Um, it might ruffle a few feathers. That's why I want. And you don't want to answer. Don't answer. Oh. So with all the stuff going over on in the world, yeah. Especially, I'm talking the Russia Europe thing, or yes, ugh, Jesus, edit that Russia Ukraine. What are your thoughts on the Russian players in the NHL playing? Should should they be here playing? And and the reason I am asking is yes, I know they're not funding the war okay but they're still taking a paycheck we've we put all these sanctions on everything else against russia yet they're still getting a, an american paycheck or i don't know if they pay canadian players canadian funds or not and, and i guess where i'm going with this too is a guy like i hate to do this but ovechkin you look at his instagram page it's him and vladdy putin shaking hands so what are you guys thoughts on that tori well if, if you don't want to answer, I, I hate I hate to do any say anything political. I, I don't think those people are necessary. Like these, the players in the National League are necessarily supporting this because I really don't believe they are. I agree. Like we know Saskatchewan is has a ginormous Ukrainian community, and. and and they're all like wonderful people. Everyone that I've met, mm-hmm. like I, I really don't think that that the Russian players have anything against Ukrainian people, unless they're you know playing them in hockey at the World Juniors, but which they're not allowed um, part of anymore. But I, I don't I don't think those players should be penalized. Um, but I, I, that being said, do you think that they should be accountable to sit in front of a microphone and say, hey, look, we don't agree with what's going on over there? And I know I've also heard that a guy like Ovechkin won't answer those questions because his family still lives there. I, and can you blame him for not answering that? Exa- and yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know what? There's nothing he can say that's going to please anybody. And it, yeah, so that, that's the hard part for them. Long. There's nothing they can say. Whatever yeah. they say is going to get turned the wrong way. Right. So I don't blame them for not talking about it. Um, but I, I I, just don't know what to say without pissing someone off. Yeah, but, okay. I just thought I'd bring it but, up. But I, I, don't, I don't think those, those individual players should be penalized. But I would understand if they were, because it would basically be, you know, the rest of the world being like, you know what, this is horseshit. Yeah true yeah you're pretty much in the same you don't want to answer it either and that's fine i just thought i, I think just a little uneducated about about it and yeah i'm not trying to comment because yeah okay fair enough <laughs> and and i don't know enough about it honestly yeah I, I, don't, I don't see what threat ukraine has ever been to russia but we'll just leave it at that yeah we, yeah because uh, i we could talk off the air about it <laughs> I, i've been following it intently so Outside of work, that's one thing I've been following lots of. So, but okay, well, uh, anything else before we go to our guest today? Because we have a beauty on. Oh, yeah, we got a couple more minutes. Oh, we got to pump up today's guest. Hold on, I wanted to talk a little more. Like, we haven't been here in six weeks, fellas. Yes, I know, I got to leave. You're the one that's hustling us. We got to do a post show still. Um, what do you guys think about NFL? 
been a couple huge uh, transactions here the last few days. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention or not. Nope. Not, oh, not really. Neither. <laughs> so Russell Wilson, star quarterback, Seattle Seahawks. Yep. Now a member of the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. And holy shit, did Denver give up a lot to get him? Dude, they gave like their few Russell, like Wilson's not old, but he's not young either. No, no. they gave up a boatload for two him. first, two seconds, a fourth, a fifth, two players. I'm gonna say that is oh ridiculous. God. Like it, I mean, Denver's I always see, been, he, Denver's always been a win now team, though. They're not a team to build. I mean, God, you had John Elway there forever. And who's their GM? John Elway, right? So he's seen that they needed a quarterback. So he said, I'm gonna overpay for a quarterback. I mean, you look at yesterday's move. Um, Indianapolis trades Carson Wentz to the Washington Guardians. No, what's what's their new team name? Uh, Challengers. No, Generals. No, uh, so, something along that line. Anyways, Carson Wentz, who, in my opinion, pretty good quarterback, played for my Eagles for a long time, went to Indy for one year, and boom, gone to Washington. So, couple, and you know what? Free agency hasn't even opened yet, and the draft. So it's a couple of big moves for some NFL teams. Um, baseball, Commanders, by Commanders, the way. Thank you, thank you. Uh, baseball, don't get me started. I'm pissed right off about it. Uh, they just literally half hour ago I was reading. They were this close to making an agreement and not happening, so they canceled another week's games. You could get me going. I, I, the owners are really pissing me off, but now the players are starting to – I think it's a – be careful how I say it. Who's pecker is bigger contest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, it doesn't look like the owner's pecker, pecker is bigger. Yeah. Tell, tell it, you that right now. Mm-hmm. I just sucks because baseball, big fan of and not going to have it. So, yeah. Okay. There. I'm done. But no, hey, that got, football deal. Like, like, I could, I could see giving two firsts and two seconds for like Patrick Mahomes. Or um, Jake Al, or is it Jake Allen? Yeah, from Buffalo. For Buffalo, I could see that, but I don't know, man. Oh, and oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he signed yeah. four-year deal, two hundred million dollars. Thirty-eight years old. He ain't gonna play for four years. He's thirty-eight years old, and he's getting fifty million dollars a year. And what really pisses me off is all year he was like, "I'm done with Green Bay. I'm done. I'm done. I want out. I want out. I want out." Oh, hey, here's two hundred million dollars. Hey, yay, go Green Bay. I'm the best. You know what? He's won one Super Bowl. What are you going to do with highly, that kind of money? Highly overrated quarterback, in my opinion. You get that kind of money, he's got one Super Bowl. Yeah, there, I'm done ranting. Uh, hey, we got to quickly shout out, though, a hosel bump for us. No recognition as well. Uh, Tanner Janelle jumps on the pod. How are you? While back. Um, Boom. On Has an absolute tear. After comes on the show. Gets on TNT Sports with Biz and the boys. Um, having a year, this guy wasn't even talking to anyone, and I love Jan. He's having a year, gets on the Frankie Cervelli, where's mama spaghetti on his show. Like this guy, up for Calder, they must have been listening to uh, off the hosel, I guess. Must have been. Thanks, Biz. Come on the show whenever you want. Um, <laughs> and Frankie Cervelli, whenever you want. Um, yeah, but dude, Jan's having a year up for rookie of the year. With Michael Bunting, that guy's sick. Biz is just stroking him right now. Um, but he's also playing good. So, Jan, keep it up, pal. Keep going. Um, some other big guests coming on in a few weeks here. So, stay tuned for those. Uh, but we got to talk about today's guest, 112. 
How's it? One twelve. One twelve. I said right. Twelve million. No what? One twelve episode. Yes. Uh, yes, but he's won a lot. We did this about 13, maybe 14 months ago. Man, this guy is a winner. And what I mean by that, he doesn't just do it once. He does it more than once, more than twice. So uh, Colin Tobin, a Hall of Famer, Saskatchewan's finest. Dude, this guy is an open book. If you golf with him and you're young, uh, you don't know Colin Tobin is, DM us because you got to golf with him. Pick his brain, super down to earth. Um, great dude. So three. Young golfers, we always have the the uh, the question at the end. Any advice? I'm going to give you advice right now. If you ever play with Colin, listen to him. This man knows it. Yeah, it's funny you say that, Tori, because off the air, Drew and I were talking, and he was telling me about a round of golf. He was first time you ever played with him, right? First time I'm shitting my pants. And Drew had a bad shot, and he swore to himself, and Colin pulled him aside and just said, "Hey, let it go." Focus on the next. I, and I, I love that about Cobes. He'll tell you. If you're being a little shit, he'll tell you. Yeah. He don't care. I, uh, I ended up playing so well the rest of the round, though, and I learned from that day. Drew said yeah. he ended up beating him. Colin came up to him again and said, hey, kid, you beat me. Like, it was just, you know, like, it was cool, right? It, it kept me even keel for the rest of the way. And, like, even now playing and even coaching hockey, just, like, never get too high and never get too low. Just stay kind of even and. Yeah. I, I'd never met Colin before the podcast. And I, the one thing that still sticks out in my mind right now is, and even for myself at 41, it's not the best golfer because I do get down on myself. What did he say? Hit the ball, go find it. Yeah. Yep. And I'm, I'm actually going to use that this year and see what happens. He's a good guest. Hell of a good guest. Yeah. So if, if you like golf and he likes Saskatchewan golfers, here you go. Cause here's a beauty. This guy's got a lot of home ones, and we're not going to tell you how many right now. You're going to find out when you listen to this. So here's Colin Coben. We hope you enjoy it. Off the Huzzle is proudly presented by Cutter & Buck Clothing. Cutter & Buck Clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle, engineered for exceptional versatility, so it'll be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking, stretch upf for sun protection and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars added spandex and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish cutter and buck shares their commitment to sustainability with their commitment to sustainable products sustainable operations and sustainable production when you choose cutter and buck clothing you are getting the genuine spirit of the pacific northwest check out cutter and buck on all their social media platforms All righty, we're pleased to have on today on the podcast on his birthday. Uh, beautiful human, legend, uh, Hall of Famer. He's won about everything that you can think of, and I will never win as much as this guy has won. Uh, Colin Coben, Cobes, happy birthday, and thanks for jumping on the podcast today. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I, I know. I know. We tried. We tried to do this 13 months ago. Um, now we have video. We wanted to see your face. And now it's uh, no better time to have you on the podcast. So, um, you know, what's new in your world? What's going on? What's happening? And yeah, what's up? Well, it's just a nice blustery winter day out there and waiting for the spring to come. You know, it's, you know we, in, our, in our love of our game, we, we can hardly wait for the spring all the time. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. Living well, the dream. 
I was hitting golf balls today, getting fitted for our, for our new tailor-made golf clubs. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited, but I think uh, my game needs some work. I haven't golfed at all all winter. My hands hurt, and I think I didn't wait till uh, you know two more months here before we get back on the golf course. But yeah, no, I'm excited though for sure. Yeah. Tori? Why, why, why are your hands hurting? I, I, honestly, I don't know. I think it's because I'm on the ice for ten months of the year, and then I golf, and then my my calluses never get a chance to breathe, okay. and uh, oh. they hurt today. So. Cranking himself. <laughs> okay, uh, Coves, let's go to a young Colin Coben. I, I believe in Delisle, Saskatchewan. Um, walk us through a young Colin Coben. Well, you know, I with the game of golf, I grew up playing golf on the Dusty Nine over here across the tracks. Sand Greens, Nine Hole. Uh, my parents were golfers, so they introduced me to the game, I guess. I was a hockey player. I was going to be a hockey player. Everybody grows up in Saskatchewan playing hockey. Yeah. Not everybody played golf, but I did, and my mother helped us a long way, and I used to go across there and go round and round and round. Lots by myself, you know, and we had this one hole, it was par five, 385 yards, I think. If I could get it to the hundred yard and then to the two, to the three, get it on and make it, I would be slamming my fist. I made a par. But that, you know what? A lot of my friends played and then they quit. And I still played all the sports, played ball, played hockey, and but I, I loved golf. Yeah. Her parents were members at the city course in Saskatoon, so they used to go in a caddy there and learned lots about the game. Nice. So, Colin, when did you Co when did you fall in love with the game of golf? Like, at what age were you like, "Yep, I want to do this. This is this is the sport I want to play." <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I ever came up with that one, but I, I always enjoyed the game and. And like I said, I, I kept in the competition. I was there caddying a bit. And, you know, like I said before, my love was at the start was hockey. And I was going to be a hockey player. Yeah. You know, golf. I didn't start playing competition until way later. Didn't play in junior because I wasn't introduced to it. We lived in Delau, which. So, always like the game. Love it. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Cobes, do you know do you know any hockey players that made it to the show? <laughs> uh, not too many. Uh, I, I was thinking about the Bent the the Bentleys. Oh well, uh, yeah, my great uncles. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. They're pretty. They're pretty special. Yeah. They're like they're they're like top three brother combos in NHL history. Yeah, back in the day, yeah, they they were my grandmother's brothers. Yeah. Okay. So and so, they lived here in Delisle, and you know I lived next door to Max, which NHL Hall of Famer and Spartan Race winner and Stanley Cup winner. And, wow. You know, anyway, yeah, it's, it's not bad. Special. 
pretty special. Cobes, what do you think? It, is it something in the water in Delisle that you guys <laughs> just have incredible athletes like softball, baseball, yeah. and hockey? It's yeah, and curling. Incredible. And curling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have a wife that's won a couple world championships. What's her name? Um, Sherry Anderson, and I think everybody knows her. And yeah, you know Never they're going. To, they're supposed to go to the worlds again this year in Geneva in April. Hopefully that goes with what's going on. But they missed their last one. It was supposed to be in Kelowna a few years ago. But anyway, they're going to have a chance to be a three feet. So the curling. Uh, the ball with Terry Weeb, a world champion here in town, and uh, yeah, it's pretty. Did you did you play baseball or softball? I played or baseball. Okay. When we had baseball here, and then the year that they quit, my mother drove me to Saskatoon. And I played for a year with the Saskatoon team there, and then played a bit of uh, sloper. Not slow pitch, but fastball a little mm -hmm. bit. Not, so like, not, like, not like your dad did or those guys. But. Speaking of winning, winners win, and obviously we know you're all about it. You've won a ton. I want to get into, obviously, you know, you didn't play junior at a ton of golf, but provincial AMs, uh, four AM teams, five Canadian AMs. Um, walk us through just some of, some of that success. Uh, obviously, you found it early, and, you know, walk us through it. Yeah, I didn't find it early but uh you know i met some people through golf good friends one guy i'm gonna say is brian bamford which you look back won his share and i just thought he was the one of the best if not the best and he introduced me and i played in some ams and you know got to like it and and then you know, it used to be, used to be three rounds here, and then you made the cut and you went three rounds to another place. And that year was in North Battleford, made the cut and went to the city course, which I still love the place, and, and made my first team there. Wow! Uh, but I was, I don't, you know, that was '93 or something, so I was forty or 38 or whatever. And then, you know, found out I could do it, confidence level, and then made it the next year. And, you know, it was pretty special to go to those Canadians and it just gets in your blood. I want to go yeah. again. So you. And you did. And I did, yeah, I got lucky. And, you know, I, I strive to do that. And, you know, it's confidence. It's, you build a little confidence. Yeah. So, Colin, along with winning, I mean, I, I've seen the list of lots of stuff you've won. I also noticed you had 11 hole-in-ones on eight different courses. Can you name each course you had the hole-in-one on? Pardon? Can you name each course you had your hole-in-one on? Uh, yeah, I probably could. <laughs> want me to try and come up with that? <laughs> oh, the listeners probably want to hear it. Yeah. Well, the First one, I believe, was the Holiday Park. Uh, the hole now is, is on the Executive Nine. It was a good hole. goes along the south side. Anyway, Holiday Park. Uh, 
Willows, Moon Lake, two at the city course, and neither one of those holes are in play anymore. And Delisle, I've had three here since they opened their new course. Uh, one in Quinnell, where I used to live for four years in BC. Two to go. One in uh, Outlook in the Ryder Cup. I was playing the pro Kenny Morrow in a match. <laughs> oh, really? There we go. Yeah, that was good. And, Pick up. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And uh, where the heck was the other one? I'm just fascinated with 11 hole ones. That's unbelievable. And what I was going to ask too, out of the 11 that you had, which was the most special? Is it was it the first one? Oh, I I guess yeah. I was pretty pumped with that. I was playing with Brian Bamford. We were having a funny game, I think, and George Madron. I'm sure lots of you heard of him. Oh yeah. And I can't remember who the other one was, but anyway. And the visa, the visa bill after was uh, not too bad. <laughs> no, you know. Oh, the the other place was Waska Sioux playing in the lobster. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So just notorious yeah. to hole in ones in 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 match play events, eh? That's impressive. Yeah. First match playing Gretzky from PA and City got an ace. Didn't get to see it win because that hole. Anyway. Wow. Uh, yeah, that whole deal with that whole one thing about buying guys drinks. Like you're in a tournament. Oh, you got to buy us a drink. And anyway, <laughs> I played with a friend of mine, a real good friend, or, uh, Brad Phelps. And he got a hole in one a couple of years ago at Riverside and got a vehicle for it. Oh, really? I never ever got anything for any hole in one. Wow. Just yeah, paid, half just paid tabs. Just paid tabs, yeah. And I haven't posted a hole in one ever, so don't have to worry about that problem. Oh, it'll happen. No. Just let it happen. Yeah. That that's one thing that I've, I've learned from playing with you, Cobes. And it was just the one time I think maybe at was it the Murray, I think. Yeah. And I was just a poor out not a poor attitude, just mentally frustrated. And you just like, let's be honest, it was probably advice, just telling me to calm down, this and that, relax, <laughs> chill out. Like, <laughs> I remember you playing really well. Yeah, yeah well, I, I learned how to just, hey, hit it and go find it. That's what you said. Yeah. You know, you, you just got to relax. And, you know, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because you don't really win once and then that's it. You have a looks from your resume here. You like to win things more than twice. Um, you know, three Melford Opens, eight Senior Lobster Champs, six Saskatoon Senior Champs, like, it, it's it's incredible and i think a lot of young golfers can learn from that because they get so they get so caught up in, in the moment itself i think and learning from you how you just even keel and just play one shot at a time my my whole motto all the time was hit it and find it and hit it again you know I'm i see <laughs> i see so many guys so frustrated by a bad shot well Better start thinking how you're going to get that one up and down from a, you yeah. know, and it helps instead of getting frustrated. But it's a great attitude. Kind of, kind of related to what Drew was just saying. Like, you, you are, I mean, I, like, I feel like you're like the godfather in Saskatchewan. Like, everyone, 
everyone looks up to you. There's there's a generation of probably 20 years of people yep. who just look up to you and you were always a great mentor and you were always like so approachable and welcoming and you gave advice and stuff. Like I still remember the first time I ever played with you in Nippowin. I mean, you were just fantastic to me and stuff. And even a couple of years after that, not this isn't about me, but the year I won, I, I remember talking to you the night before. Shut up, Drew. I said not a big deal. I said that's huge. The, the night before I asked you, I was like, how do you win this thing? And you said, just go play golf. Like, don't even, don't try to win it. Just go play. Yeah. You know, and you've done that for so many people. Like, who, who was your mentor? I, Good question. Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, Brian Bamford introduced me to competition. Okay. Uh, I watched a guy, I got to play around him a bit, the real godfather, uh, Jim Sisson. Yep. Yes. You know, that guy won more in this province than oh. anybody. And, and stuff you don't even know he won. <laughs> you know, not just in Saskatchewan, all over. But I watched him, and I just watched little things about in the wind, how he didn't move his head and how, you know, I used to watch the golf channel, but I wasn't hitting the ball very good. And I'd watch the golf channel before, before a tournament. And I wasn't, I knew I wasn't hitting it. I was getting it out to the right. I picked up stuff from there, you know, just little things. So mentoring, well, my parents, my mother was always, influential behind me but wow I, I used to watch all the guys like i go to the city course like i said i used to i used to caddy there but rick folk you remember rick mm -hmm. and guys i'd say i watch him hit the ball and i just wow <laughs> i was in awe so no. like it's not even about on course it's off, like off the course like just everyone everyone especially in my generation just always looked up to like you and guys like Phelpsy and Rick Hallberg you know guys like that it's just it's so cool and it's it's so unique to Saskatchewan I feel like yeah yeah we've been pretty lucky to have as many golf tournaments as we do and uh, you know that's that's my highlights is when I go to pick up Brad or he picks up me and we're heading to Nippon or wherever we're going to Regina City Am or ooh, we're going to see the guys. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. that's my highlight. My brothers like get in the vehicle and we're heading for the lobster. You know, that's highlights. That's yeah. So you want to see the guys and enjoy the people and you know, you wanna when you tee it up, that's let's enjoy the day and Enjoy your playing partners. So you were 38 when you won your first am. Did you have uh I'm assuming there's a lot of younger golfers at that that am. Were they kind of being like, who is this guy? How you know he's he's a lot older than us and he's out there making it look so easy. Yeah, I was I was 38 when I made my first team. I think I was 40 when I won my first am. But uh, yeah. I, 
don't know. There's guys like Randy Gillowich was I was on a couple teams with him, and you know, I just watched those guys, and he played for a while, and you know, it was pretty special to get into that desire to wanna compete, and and at the end, you didn't always make all the teams, but I made lots of teams and that really made my year, made my day. Awesome. I'm still trying to find a way, Colin. Man, is it hard? It's hard. And now these kids are so talented. Like I thought, but I'm not a kid anymore, but these guys are good. You think? Yeah. (laughs) You got all these young guys, Roman and Cade and... Ty Campbell. Ty Campbell, yeah, I can go on and on. And how good are they? I got to play with most of them last year, and it's yeah. pretty special, like to watch this. And 64, and then the guy comes in behind you, 63, and in the city, I'm like, that's why I like to play in those. I still think I could get it in the hole enough to not embarrass myself to play with them, but to get paired with them to play, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's funny you say that because I find it a treat to golf with my little brother. Like there's 16 years between the two of us. So just watching him hit the ball compared to what I do is it's, I know what you're saying. Like it's, it's a wow factor. It's like, man, how do you hit the ball that far? How do you hit that straight consistently over and over and over again? You know, yeah. course, he's trying to give me lessons on the course, which doesn't fly too well because I'm stubborn and I just continue doing what I do, which that's why I'm not a pro. <laughs> Drew just got a chub. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> Pump, pumping his tires, pumping them, yeah. pump them a little harder. Well, it's well, true, very true. I've I've got to play with Drew, and and he's got the game. Just gotta get confidence. You know, yeah. Tori. Look at Tori. He <laughs> played, and then all of a sudden he made the team, and he made another team, and just confidence. It's, I've I've tried to tell Drew. Me and Drew off the record have had some chats and I'm like, man, don't, don't try to make the team. Don't try to win. Just go, just yeah. play as good as you can. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. How much it's, swagger I have. Play I well, you'll make it. Know it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, at the end of the day, I, I always have thought, how, how did I do this? Cause I'm sure not the best ball striker that, you know, I just yeah. like golf, got the ball in the hole. At the end of the day, it seemed okay around par. It was amateur golf. Par golf's pretty good. Yeah. You know, you shoot the odd 67. I remember in in uh, Lloyd Minister, and I think you made the team that year, Tor. You might have yes, won sir. it. Did you win it that year? No, Cadmus won by like 94. Okay. <laughs> How good was he? <laughs> anyway, yeah, we played that, that day. Uh, Friend of mine, Daryl Lafon, come out and caddy, sort of, walked around with us, and I shot a 67 or 68 that day, and that we made I got I made the team that year because it was down to 25 and over 35 or something. And who else made the team with us there? You you mean Cadmus. That's the year they, they switched oh, just to three? three players instead of four. What did that lineup? The veterans winners. Yeah, I think we went to 
Point Grey or, or no uh Coppinwood in oh, uh, oh. Markham, Ontario. Awesome, yeah. How good was that place? Oh, yeah. nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it just yeah. It's, somehow you threw those rounds in and it helped it really that when I made the amateur team at uh, at uh, Riverside. I think it was a third round, maybe. I shot the course record there, 65. And Graham and Lindsay, Daryl LaFon made that team. But, you know, I was playing around Carl then. Carl made teams. And it was just somehow you got something going and that, Made the team. You know, two yeah, one. Was oh, oh, three or oh, four, I think. Yeah. But I remember that. Hey, Tori, yeah. do you have a wheelie chair? A wheelie chair? Yeah, can you quit screeching your chair? Is it you? <laughs> no, it's not me. Oh, okay. Uh, Cobes, I want to ask a question to you. Um, since you, you have 11 hole ones, I want to ask what your low score is. And, and this may be off, off the offline. Have you ever broke a club? Uh, no, I've never in anger. No, no, I figured, you know, I, I don't know if I told you that one, but my mother used to run the junior program here and we were over on the dusty nine playing and I hit a shot and I didn't like it. And I was going to hit it over again. He said, well, you can't. And I said, well, I'm gonna, that's what I'm she said, you take your clubs and your ball and you go home. And I had to walk across the tracks and I never did that again. Like I learned at a very young age that there's no room in, and not that I haven't got cranky before, but I try. Yeah. 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 No, I've never broken them. Cobe, speaking about, speaking about the old oh, dusty nine. Oh, we, never, we never had the low round yet. What's that? I want to know Cobe's low round. My bad. Uh, well, I shot 61 over here, but it's a par 69. It wasn't in a tournament. In tournament golf, I guess 60, I think I shot 64 at Cook. Ooh. And the par there is 71, but, and 65 at Riverside. So 64 in competition, I guess. It's, wow. Yeah. Nice. Not, not a lot of those. <laughs> I shoot the odd one, but not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> not constant. <laughs> so going, like going back to the dusty nine and now you guys have the new nice golf course there. Is it, um, what is the name of it? Is it? Allow Valley View. Valley View. I was thinking Riverview, but Valley View. Um, Valley what was your involvement in getting that started? Well, no, I wasn't involved in it. A uh, guy by the name of Sid Hill started it. And, okay. You know, Bud Johns, which used to be the greenskeeper at City Course, came out and helped them design it. And, you know, we, we, we were living there across 
I'm looking across where we used to live, out my window here, and and there was nothing out back. The friends used to come out for supper, Bob Will and his wife, and we'd go back and hit balls in the field out here. Then all of a sudden they come in and built a golf course here. And it was pretty awesome. It was right out our back door. And, Heck yeah. But it was town people that, you know, I, I was sort of the believer that they should stay where they were and redo, redo the dusty nine over there on the other side. Because mm-hmm. I grew up on it. That's over by the ball fields, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, but they really sure did a nice job here. It's a pretty special place. People Looks were awesome. saying, yeah, people were saying they should go to 18 holes, like down along the creek here. And I thought, no, we're good here. We just got nine and it's busy as heck and really busy here now. I, I heard men's night is booming there. Well, it could be, could be more people out, but it's busy. It's good. Yeah, we have fun. Thursday awesome. nights, I play with my brothers and Whoever wants to come out and play, and yeah, pretty beautiful. Cobes, awesome. I want to ask about the eight senior lobstitch champion. Um, <laughs> what is your mentality playing match play? Well, those those are the senior and their medal. Okay. True. Okay. Uh, the senior lobstick has eluded me, or the not senior, the the lobstick men's lobstick. Okay. I never played played in it forever because it was a week long. Yeah. You know, back when I was maybe had a better chance to win it. But ever since I've been playing in the senior lobstick, I played in the men's too. I'm there for two weeks. Wow. And here a few years ago, about four years ago, I had a chance. Nobody's ever won in both. And I've had a quite a few chances because I've won the senior eight times and I play in it. Anyway, I got to the final one here and I'm playing this guy that's, you know, we've had some good tussles. Danny Kluhart. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Good as he. Yeah. And stud. Yeah, we had so a I was just team. hearing you say I've won it eight times. That's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. That's, that's yeah, I, won, I think I won it seven in a row which was pretty special. And then I didn't win. Can't even tell you who did, but I, I can see him anyway. And then the next year I won it. So, but now there's <laughs> some tough guys coming in there. They're getting, <laughs> they're getting younger, like Cliff Sealander and Marty and Marty Ring. And those guys. Yeah. So Maybe I, this year. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. No, I was gonna say, you know, Colin. I first time I've met you, but you know, I'm watching, I'm watching your reaction to the questions Drew and Tori are asking. And I can see a smile on your face. I mean, it's obviously <laughs> bringing you back a lot of memories, right? Um, yeah. Something that we do ask all our guests. Something that I always ask is, if you could pick the ultimate foursome that that you wanted to golf with, anybody you could, who would it be, and why? Well, that's a tough question. <laughs> I hope Cher's not listening. 
Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know if I can answer that one. I'm sorry. But... Oh, okay, that's all right. Enough. Okay, uh, fine. Here, we'll do this. You, you get four rounds of four days of golf with, you get to pick three people for four days. There you go. We made it a little longer now. Well, uh, living, yeah. dead, famous, doesn't matter who. Well, yeah, that I, I listened to lots of people and read lots of things about who they and they're picking famous people or whatever, but who wouldn't want to play with Tiger Woods? That seems to be one of the number one answers when we ask that question. I'm sure, I'm sure, and that's never going to happen. And <laughs> I, I, I enjoy my my buds and my absolutely, you know, my brothers. We always have a good time. But well, we'll let you stew on that question, and then the next time we get you on the pod, maybe you'll have a better yeah. answer for us. Eh? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have a very good answer for you. I'm sorry. Cobes, you gotta call, you gotta call his buddies and say, "Hey, don't get offended. I'm just gonna say three people. It doesn't mean anything." Cobes, you could have picked me and just the yeah. two, and we could have played in two hours. And then, yeah. and then we'll play behind you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, I remember. <laughs> I remember in. In Nipawin, one time I played with you, you told um, my dad was with me and he was commenting on how we both play quite quick. And uh, you told him a story about why you play quick when you were a kid. Do you want to mm -hmm. share that? I can. Uh, there was another guy that I caddied quite a bit for at City Course when I was growing up and I got to go over to his place. His name was Bev Bentley. He was one of the Bentley's sons, Roy Bentley, which was a brother of Max and Doug. Anyway, Beth was a member in there. And when we played around the Dusty Nine over here or wherever we played, I was allowed to play as long as I got up and hit my ball before they got there. And then I could keep playing. If I didn't, then I couldn't play anymore. So hit and I'd probably be the first one hitting all the time and I'd run up and I'd hit again and run up and hit again and you know as long as I stayed ahead of them I was okay and that maybe that taught me that I've always been a fast player and, and not fast but ready to play and yeah I think it's good, good for the game I love it Cobe what's um what's your go-to beverage after a round of golf <laughs> cool Cold Pilsner's good. Nice. Now we're yeah. now we're friends. <laughs> are, are we in questions from the gallery? We're in questions from the gallery, sponsored by Rubber Co. Rubber Co. 100% recycled tires, rubber flooring, rubber hockey devices, rubber everything. Call today 306-541-9840 or check them out www.rubberco.com. Call me, Rubber. Think with your head and choose the right rubber. That was beautiful. Thank you. Awesome. Cobes, Cobes, what's your favorite course in Saskatchewan? I know you're going to say PA, but outside of PA. Uh, PA. You know, okay. Come, uh, test of golf, I think Riverside is, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, Gorgeous. You know, Waskasu, it's tough to beat. There's not a lot of competition played like the lob sticks. There's never been 
the that I can that I've played in an amateur, mid-amateur, senior championship there. So, uh, Nippon's a pretty nice golf course. Yeah. The city course, I used to love it. And then they went away from the one side and built on the other side. Yeah, I missed the old one. I was a member there for 10 years. My parents were for 25 years. And the old one was, yeah, like I said, I had two hole-in-ones there. Those holes are not no longer in play anymore. So I'm guessing one was 13, old 13. No, one was 15 and one was two. What was the one on Lauren Avenue there over the water? Two. Okay. So same hole. Oh, was it? Well, that was probably two. It was probably old, old two. Back back in the day when I was a member there, you played one along Lauren Avenue, a par five. The par five. Number two two was 140 yards or 135. Yeah, we're talking about the same hole. Yeah, Tori, he's got 11 hole ones, right? There's there's a lot to keep up keep up here. He's How many do you have, Drew? Zero. So okay, Dick Cobes, he's got 11. Zero, zero Cobes, zero. Oh, it'll happen, and I hope so. Tori, yes, sir. How many do you have? Four. Nice. Wow. Nice. You know, all by you, yourself, you, though, Tori. No chances. Yeah, all by myself. <laughs> Fuck you, you can go. <laughs> you, you can go around the table and you, everybody, how many hole in ones? How many hole in one, three, four, five, or whatever? Albatrosses. Oh, Albatrosses. Not too many. None. You know? None for me. Well, that's yeah, what I I've want. I've had one. I've had one, but go I'm just on. saying. Oh, is that a two? That's a two on a par five, right? So two I guess I had a two five, on yeah. a par four at Legends. That's not an albatross, though, is it? That's an eagle, Drew. Yeah, just yeah. double eagle. How's your math? That's still, that's still good. <laughs> I, I I got an eight on a par five. <laughs> hey, hey, Cove's yeah, my first one. Any, and he actually had a par, so it's perfect. <laughs> Cove's my first one. I was playing in a threesome. And I bet you the combined age of the other two guys I played with was 160. Okay. I was playing with these old, just you could have lied for sure. You could have lied to the whole. No, I'm just saying I, I was playing with just rent two random old men at Riverside that I just got paired up with. Uh, you number them buy you drinks. You're like, you're buying number drinks. Number yeah. 11. Nice. Yeah. So I got a question for you, uh, Colin, your favorite sport other than golf and professional team oh. and professional team yeah well the maple leafs sorry okay. uh, uh, sorry yeah <laughs> well everybody seems to hate the leafs for some reason but yeah. everybody should love the leafs the media has a hard they have a hard time uh liking their own team which is too bad but yeah. i'm assuming hockey then is the sport of choice then right yes i was going to be a hockey player i played junior in Moose Jaw for a couple of years with the Canucks. Oh, no way. Yeah. Moose Jaw Canucks. Yeah. Yeah. I played with Willie DeJardins. Wow. You probably heard of Willie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He only went on to be a coach. And he's now back played in the hat. Yeah. My father in law played. Medicine hat? Yeah. He's now back coaching the Tigers now. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Willie's legit. Yeah. My father in law played for the Canucks back in the day, too. 
but oh nice i don't know the age nice. difference, so I'm not, I'm not gonna ask so <laughs> yeah no i loved hockey and all kids growing up didn't you guys do and you know, yeah uh you know curling my parents were curlers mother won the province three times out of four years with her sister wow. and my dad represented the province so I always wanted a green jacket. I had green jackets from golf. And here, I don't know how long ago it was, five or six years ago, I got in the Masters curling with 60 and over. And, and then we won. We won two years in a row. I played with a world champion, Jimmy Wilson. Played third for him, and we won and won Canadians. So that was a feather in my hat. And then the next year, I played with a world champion and seniors of Eugene Ritzick, and we won. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy played ball with my dad, Coach. Yeah, yeah, I know. Your dad played with a lot of good players, and your dad was a good player. Speaking of Moose Jaw, Moose, what was it, Moose Jaw what Canucks. that you played Canucks. for? Canucks. Canucks. Didn't Boshin play for them too? Yeah, he was there when I was there, yeah. Yeah, Delal, shout out. <laughs> so, hey, speaking of dad. Yeah question from the gallery he asked who your favorite leaf is hmm. well you know davy keon back in the day Davey you know, that's, going, that's going a long time oh, back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i grew up watching the leafs and my great uncle max played with them and won a couple stanley cups with them and on the scoring race. Obviously before 1967. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hush. Hush. We don't need to uh, talk about that. Oh, yeah. Two leaf on here. You know, how can you not like Wendell Clark as a leaf? And there's a newer one. Yeah. Yeah. Tori? Oh, I can keep going. You go. Um, who, who was your, um, I guess, for lack of better words, like biggest competitor. Um, one that came to mind was Garth Collings came and won oh. the mid-am <laughs> like three or four years in a row. But like yeah. in Saskatchewan, who who would you see? Like you won all these match play tournaments. Who would you go against me? Like, oh, shit, I got my, you know, I better pack a lunch for this one. Hmm. Uh, yeah, like. The Northern was the match play and Melford for the match play tournaments. The city course, the central used to be, but the years that I won there was turned into metal play. So, you know, there's one guy in PA that I always said was a grinder and that was Marty Ring. You know, you had to play solid huh. to beat that guy. He beat me in the final one year. And I don't think I played him again, but he played all the young guys, the Swensons and the Ziegelmans and the, but, you know, Brad Phelps, you know, I'm going to bring up Brad. He's a pretty close friend of mine in golf. Yeah. And I remember the year, the year that I won it, one of the years I won it, I played in the amateur there and I didn't make the team to go to Riverside. 
That was where the Canadian Ham was in 2007, I believe. Yeah. That year, uh, Ron Stewart, there's a pretty good, won three amateurs in three different decades. That's pretty yep. special. He missed 97. Yeah, I won that year. <laughs> he won in 87. 77, 87, and 87, 07. Two, yeah, 2000. He won that year anyway. Anyway, that year the Northern was right after, and we played that before the Canadian Am, which is in August. And I played Brad Phelps' first match. And what a match we had. It went to 18, and I got him. Then I played. I think I played David Stewart, Ooh. which made him, made the David Stewart that made the amateur team that year with his dad. Oh, him, Luke. Okay, got him. Second match, third. I played the whole team. Type well, it was it was Dave. Ron, yeah. Luke Sheard, and T. Frank. T. Frank beat me in the no, well, T. playoff to make the yeah. team. I, I don't think he played T. Frank. Beat you in a playoff that year? To get on the team, but but I'm saying I don't think T. Frank played in the Northern that year. No, he didn't. I played Brad. I played maybe Ron and played – but I played Luke in the final and got him and won cool. that year. And then went to the Canadian Ham that year, had to qualify and shot 72 and qualified to play in the Canadian Ham and then ended up making the cut that year mm -hmm. and got beat by David Burney. Who was on the big break. Had him on the on pod the for the show, yeah. Yeah. He had Cliff Russell caddying for him. Yep. <laughs> I remember that very well. He, he, I would have beat him if Cliff wasn't Jack, I think. But Cliff Cliff's a good golfer. Play. Yes, he is. And he knew the golf course and he helped him on a lot of stuff that day. Yeah. Anyway, I remember that. And and another guy that he played in the final of that big break. I played with him in the Canadian Am at Shaughnessy, uh, which was Graham's caddy. Oh, uh, Julian, Julian, Julian Trudeau. Trudeau. Yeah. yeah. Those two guys play one another in the big break. So that was pretty special. Yeah. No, that's that, cool. I think that year at the Canadian Am, uh, young guy that's on tour right now won it. James Lepp. No. No. Remember James. Roger Sloan? No. Uh, Kenzie Hughes? No. David Hearn? No. no. Younger, older than those guys. Uh, the guy from Taylor? BC. He's from BC, isn't he? It's not Hadwin. It's, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Michael. So it's good to play with some of, in, in a round, so I never played with them, but played in a round. Played with that other guy a bit, Graham Dillette. Wish he could come back. But yeah. 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 That's 
that's sort of a sad story with his body, but he did good. <laughs> He's great behind the mic, though, too. He's uh, yeah, good. I hope he comes back and plays some golf. Yeah. I have a, a question and, you know, we usually finish this podcast off of this question and, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but, um, you know, just some advice for a young listener today. And obviously, you know, you, you're a mentor for a lot of young golfers out there, whether it's a boy or a girl, um, just some advice on, you know, what it takes to win and, you know, how you do it and, you know, just some positive vibes. Yeah. I, you know, just stay Stay positive all the time on the golf course. Uh, believe in yourself. Like confidence, I guess, is more. The young, there's so much opportunity out there for young girls to play this game. Yeah, we got got neighbors over here, young girls, and the guy. Ever since Sherry told them about the opportunity for girls he's got them hitting out there in the nets it's just a good it's a great game yeah and just stay in yourself and 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 love you gotta love the game you gotta you got a young guy over here playing golf he's gonna be on the world fastball team this year wow and I, I think he's going to be in pro golf pretty easy. Awesome. I, just don't know how to get, I don't know how to get him there. but Yeah. Coves, uh, man, this has been fun today. You know, we're taking up your birthday, and we appreciate uh, the time to do this. Um, you enjoy it. I think it's your 43rd birthday. You don't look the day over 44. So um, you enjoy thanks. it. Tori, thanks for setting this one up. Troy, I think we all had fun today. Coves, uh, we'll do it again, and I can't wait to see you this summer. Well, yeah, that would be awesome. I just heard that they're going to have the Regina City Am, so looking forward to that. And, Absolutely. And, and I appreciate Off the Housel with you boys. It's been been awesome, and I, I know we tried to get this going again, Drew, but... Hey, now I get to see your beautiful face now instead of talking to the phone. So now yeah. I want to see your face on your birthday, and uh, yeah. this is great. We'll, we'll, we'll get some golf in this year, hopefully. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, Cobes, take care, right? Take care, you Happy guys. Happy birthday, buddy. Troy, Tori, Drew, thank you. See you, Cobes. Bye. Last Mountain Distillery is a proud sponsor of the Hosel Podcast. Located and distilled in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. Last Mountain Distillery is a family-owned and operated located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. The heart of grain country. Our success lies in our commitment in producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Our signature products include Saskatchewan's best-selling, naturally-infused Dill Pickle Vodka. Our naturally-infused organic cherry whiskey, apple pie moonshine, and more. Our craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Be sure to check them out at any retailer around the province. Nothing better than supporting local and enjoying a taste for all. Episode 112 with Colin Coben. Man, we just jumped off the line with him. What a time that was. I'm happy we got to do it over Zoom. 
you know, obviously in person would have been better, but the first time with the phone call was a little, it was a little quiet, a little cracky. Man, is he such a good dude. And to get him on his birthday, nicely done, Tori. That's how you get a set of tailor-made golf clubs. <laughs> I believe it when I see him. You still haven't even asked me for my address, so. That's okay. I'm still waiting for an Alabama hoodie while Jill is. Oh, yeah, Jill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought of that last night when we were texting. I bet you did. <laughs> well, I was going to say it, but I'll say it off the air. So, anyways, yeah, no, Colin, great guest, really good guest. But I, I'd never met the man before. Um, very soft-spoken, gave a lot of good words of wisdom, especially for the younger golfers and well, older golfers, too. Uh, all he does is, what's that song? All I do is win, win, win. Yeah, he's a winner. That's his. Uh, that's his resume summed up. Like, wow. And to like, and to start so late, like he's beating guys. Like, you know, not, not, I'm not in this category, but like me and like my buddies, like Chubbs and KJ and Roman. Like, and he started so late. Like, he didn't have the the junior days. You know, the junior golf of playing from nine till eighteen. He started like, I don't know, in his twenties, mid twenties. We said third. 38 was his first championship. No, 30. 40 was his 40 first was champ, first. 38 first team. But regardless, yeah. like, like he probably started playing in, in his mid-20s, I'm assuming. Like we didn't, I just didn't really need to get the answer on that one. But, um, man, just a good dude. Winner, salt of the earth human. You know, and obviously winning runs in the family, uh, obviously with his wife, Sherry. Well, I was just going to say, like Tori mentioned in the pod, is he comes from Delisle, which seems to be like the – the uh, sports breadbasket of Saskatchewan. I mean, there's, what did he say? There was softball, hardball, golf, baseball, hockey. I just said baseball twice. But anyways, I mean, a lot of athletes coming out of Delisle, right? Yeah. He said hey, the water. Real, real, real quick story here. <clears throat> we had sure a, nothing but time. a little. What's that? <laughs> I said, sure, nothing but time. Yeah. No, but real quick story. Um because we, we all know Saskatchewan's so huge into curling. And Cobes and Sherry came to our, uh, like, we had a wedding reception in Canada after we got married in the U.S. Came up there. And so, like, my aunties and uncles, they're all huge into curling. And it was like, I may as well have had Elvis in there. They were so, they're like, holy shit, Sherry Anderson's here. How'd you get her here? Like, <laughs> what's that how'd you get her here you know like you <laughs> yeah. <in> or something <laughs> no but he's such a beauty and she's so awesome too like they're just great people he was he was awesome man he i don't need to say anything more other than uh, once again to reiterate to tell the young guys if if you get to meet cobes fucking talk to him listen to him and and learn from it because he yeah. he is the man Yep. And uh, a new thing we're going to start doing now, too, is uh, uh, post game notes. So, uh, Tori, Ron on when he won his first one. Check the game notes, pal. Uh, second one was I complimented. Ron won in 77, 87, and 07. Okay. I how, said, how about when I said Cobes, in the interview, Cobes he missed 97. Like, how about Cobes is like, I won in 97. <laughs> That was good. That was over Phelps, right? Yeah. Uh, no, Stuart, Ron. Oh, really? Uh, when I complimented you, you told me to go fuck myself. Didn't appreciate that. Um, what else is there? Go fuck yourself. I'll tell <laughs> you again. There's a list. 
There's probably a list. Oh, I guess my my post game notes. I messed up. I thought your chair was screeching. It was Cobes. I just told the legend to not do that anymore. So tough um, look. Tough look. What else is there? Did Troy have any bloopers? Oh, lots, but we just don't keep track of them. We don't keep track. I said baseball twice, literally yep. three minutes ago. <laughs> Softball, hardball, baseball. Dude, it's not as bad as no one will be worse than my bloopers with uh, Dan O'Toole. Holy oh my, shit. you had a stroke on the podcast. Dude, when I listened to that, <laughs> that was <laughs> when I called him Jay, and then when I couldn't get the words out of my mouth, asking him the question about like when he knew he was going to be ready and, and, good at doing this job like when i listened to it i kind of i might have kicked myself in the dick i'm not sure <laughs> yeah no you're uh you're getting better every day though tori you're, you're doing great. yeah yeah staying uh, hot you're staying hot tori stay so hot he's getting us out of clubs right tori yeah no what we might get him a deal down there though we're gonna find a guy for him Which i'll I, take I, yours I, troy i talked to Mike. sure i used him four times last year i talked i talked to mike today we're gonna get in contact with the rep down there for you we'll see what we can do for you right awesome. roll tide awesome. roll tide um boys like i said in the intro we have uh some big weeks coming up here tori's working hard on the other end i got a few big neighbors coming up uh let's just be honest they're not golfers the first two guys i have not at all i Don't. know one of them that, fuck, you know what? No, you know what? They do golf. It's just they're not golfers. You know, who working they're... hard on getting a Ryder Cupper. Boom. Okay, May no, have been no on the last board. team to win in Europe. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, confirmed. I think Troy's got a jet. I got a jet. I got to do some stuff here. Uh, by the way, check out Rubber Co. Rubber flooring. Anything with hockey devices, we got it for you. Call today 306 541 9840. Or check them out at www.rubberco.com. It's sweet stuff. So do it. Call me. We'll figure something out. Troy, good to see you, man. It's been a while. I hope we see you more often here. I know Tori and Turner missed you. Yeah, likewise. Um, I miss you as well. Uh, so. I can confirm I will be here next week. So hopefully Turner's not like locked up in the Amsterdam airport or something. Oh, no, dude, like he hasn't left yet. He's supposed to leave and miss that. He would have missed his fitting, but he got his fitting done i don't know what's going on i think he's supposed to leave next week but <laughs> priorities yeah <laughs> he was in toronto getting his uh work visa done yeah he guess, told the so. coach hey i'll be down next week i need to get my fitting done I need my clubs i'm on yeah. a podcast <laughs> goodness uh all right love you boys happy birthday cobes yeah happy birthday cobes is not here anymore but happy birthday cobes uh troy talk to you next week you betcha tori you as well everyone else peace see ya Won't be trice, real name, no gimmicks. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Guess who's back, back, back again? Shady's back, back, back. Tell a friend.